Queens in the building. What up? We're back. Episode, I don't even know at this point. We're like on 2.0 of relationship talk because <laughs> we've been talking about this for sheesh, forever. <laughs> Girl, you can just hear it in our voices, but it's such a good topic. So relevant to our personal lives and we know it has to be relative to yours. I don't even want to talk about my own personal life. I mean, obviously <laughs> it's relevant to the listeners' lives, I'm sure too, because, you know, relationships as we've said is such a vile like like a volatile i don't know that, <laughs> she said vile that, that was a Freudian flip right there right? Y'all. and then i said volatile like all yeah. these these negative words are just popping out of my mouth that literally shows you where i'm at with right. I'm like what's going on with you <laughs> we're not talking about it <laughs> or are we or are we <laughs> <laughs> It is almost Halloween, so the ghouls and goblins of our <laughs> shadowy past have oh, resurfaced. They really have. Like they're they're out and they're about. They got the trick or treat bucket. They're ready Uh-oh. to play. Like, <laughs> girl, yes. Um. So where did we leave off last time? I feel like I remember yelling at everybody. It was like I was yelling at people, telling them y'all gotta do this. <laughs> y'all gotta do this. <laughs> I shocked myself. I did. I was like, okay, okay. I thought I was yelling at myself. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry, y'all. I swear it's all love. (laughs) It's a passionate subject, though. It's a passionate subject. (laughs) Yes. Um, Shoot, you go. (laughs) No, I think, okay, so I think where we left off, we were talking about this whole sense that people and we've probably done it at some point in our lives but now we are you know awakened ascended queens so we're moving and have moved away from this but (laughs) a lot of people are still attracting the bad boy um i guess avatar program and we consider ourselves the good the good folks and we we have something to say about that and, and questioning why that is yeah (laughs) it's a theme and I'm trying to figure it out it is I mean obviously last time we talked about the spiritual aspects of stuff of relationships Mm -hmm. and stuff too but we didn't really like bring up the whole runner chaser dynamic and I think that actually ties in with the bad boy dynamic like you said um so do you care to elaborate on that Jessica (laughs) (laughs) why not since we're here um, okay, so I mean, we all know, right? On, I guess, the physical plane, we know the notion of there being like a bad boy, and I kind of feel like we might be socially engineered through music, through television, to kind of go after that character, that character that we feel like triggers passion in us and drama and all of these things that we're kind of we become chemically addicted to almost mm-hmm. and then but it's like when things are real right you get to our age in your 30s and you're like whoa that's not 
I've, I've awakened and right. I actually want something that's more aligned and more in tune. Right. With like the Irie song, like she has a new song called steady love. And I swear mm. to God, that's like my jam. And for me, I'm like, yes, that I want that calm, steady, like mm. relaxing, peaceful. I don't want to that passion. I mean, passion. Yes. In the bedroom, but yes, I don't need to be yelling and throwing things. I don't mm-hmm. need you yelling and throwing things. I got, look, life is already hurting my head sometimes. Right. So <laughs> Girl, <laughs> that's real. You know? But, you know, and when you're young, though, you're going to emulate what you see. And what we see was what our parents did. And our parents, let's face it, they had some other struggles that they were dealing with just to survive. Um, and, you know, we're both African-American. Right. They were our families were working class or or, you know, in that area, maybe a little higher. Right. Um, but they had I- their own. They had their own issues, right? Heck yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that brings up a point that we'll touch on after this is like maybe talking about the the era that they lived in and the reasons why um, I think so many of our parents kind of, even though they had longer successful relationships, I guess, well, maybe, maybe not because I think my mom is kind of in that baby bloomer generation and a lot of them were like divorced stays, but like it's like the generation prior to that, which I think is like your mom a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuck through relationships, you know, like they stuck it out through thick and thin, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I think that'll be an interesting topic to talk about maybe after we get into the whole, like, you know, um, bad boy runner chaser, like dynamic, like, just because I think we now as humans in almost 2020, which is weird because we're starting a new decade and like two months, um, as well as ending 2019, which seemed mm. to start like, I, girl, <laughs> I swear I'm about to change the whole subject on all this. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Anywho, I'm already nervous. <laughs> girl, it's been a bitch. <laughs> Ooh, it's been a roller coaster. Yes. And I I'm thought 2018, remember when we thought 2018 was going to be a roller coaster? <laughs> And we were like, yeah, 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 we got this. 2019, we learned all them lessons. That shit was hard. It's cool. 2018, like, 2019 is going to be great, you know? And so yeah. we, we got here, and it was like, yay. And then it was like, whoa, look at that yeah. fucking hill. I didn't expect that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? I feel like 2018 was like at Magic Mountain. It was like Colossus. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you're going on a ride. There's some dips, but it's not too scary. You're like, okay, there's some ups and downs. I got this, though. Yeah. I mean, 2019 started out that way. Like, okay, I'm getting on this ride before. This is cool. This is yeah. exciting. I, I cut in line. I'm in the front. You know, I had the golden ticket. Right. You know, the I had I, the fast pass. VIP pass. Girl. Yeah. Like, we made it. And then it was just, boom, it just dipped. And it turned into, like, the Superman ride or Goliath. And that's a whole other beast. I was literally thinking the exact same thing when you said that. Telepathy. Yes. Queens. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Anywho. Uh-huh. Anywho. Um, but yeah, so I think, at least I think going into 2020, from what I hear from a lot of people who are also um, awakened and like even spiritual teachers out here that the and astrologers and stuff, the energy of 2020 is going to shift a lot of things. Like the last two years have been kind of setting up 2020 and going forward um and so obviously the energy of the last two years has been very heavy um and I think that's played out in all of our relationships because that's kind of like 
one of the main things we deal with on a day-to-day basis because relationships don't necessarily have to be romantic. It could even be with your friends. It could be with your coworkers. It can be with your parents or your sisters or whatever, your siblings. Um, but, you know, um, in terms of it being a romantic relationship, I feel like we are all right now for the last two years being challenged of whatever programming that we've adopted or ad- yeah, maybe adopted. Adopted is actually a better word than adapted, but I guess they're both kind of, they, they both can uh, mean the same for right now, <laughs> especially in what we are talking about, you know? Um, yeah. So. <laughs> runner chaser, runner chaser. Yeah, I feel like, I know for myself, I obviously, I can speak in terms of the things that I know, but I can also speak in terms of the things that have happened within my life. Um, but I feel like energetically throughout the world, we're, like I said, kind of moving away from that paradigm of having to be that, having to experience that in order to be in a good relationship. Like at any point in any time for anybody, you can just say, you know, what, I'm going to put, I'm going to put all this bullshit down and I'm going to just move into a different realm. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm going to just move into a different space of consciousness or of thinking just so that I don't have to go back to this old toxic programming. It, and it's all a choice, you know, yeah. and and um, we all are met with <laughs> opportunities daily to uh, either continue down that path of making a choice to evolve or <laughs> we are met with a choice that will take us down a path that will kind of help to perpetuate that programming. And mm. I've run into a lot of people who are still subscribed to this programming Um and even me, like, I'm, I feel like it's unearthing things in me that I thought, like, I had dealt with. Like, I've dated, like, the cheater. Like, I've dated the abusive person. I've dated the, I don't, don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> the person that, you know, doesn't know what they want. And um, I feel like those types of people, like, I, I see it coming. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want that. But what what's happened lately in my life, I guess, since I'm talking personally, excuse me is that I feel like I get caught caught off guard because Mm -hmm. there's people that come into my life that are seemingly awake (laughs) yeah and there's like this level of oh shoot this person is kind of still choosing to go with that old toxic programming a little bit because maybe they got a little glimpse of the good and it scared the shit out of them. And they're just like, Oh no, that's too good. I'm not ready for that yet. No, no, no. And I've actually been that person. So I totally understand that whole mindset and aspect of that. But at this point we're like almost in 2020, it's like, you got to start pulling triggers. Like in the sense of like, you called for something like we obviously all have goals, dreams, desires, stuff like that, that we want. We're all over here trying to manifest better lives, etc. But the thing is, is that with the way you talk and the way you think subconsciously, um, those things are really important. And so if you're thinking like, yes, I can't wait to meet the love of my life and man- you're like really in manifestation mode in terms of that. And then said person (laughs) kind of drops into your lap. You, again, are kind of presented with a choice, you know, and I understand that life puts us in positions where we're not ready. You know, I actually wrote about this 
um, in a blog post, like in the very beginning of the year, I've literally only written one blog post this entire year of 2019, which is insane to me. Um, and it all talked about life lessons, you know, and um, it's interesting how like you either rise to the occasion, you know, because mm. that's the choice. You rise up and you're like, all right, I understand I have all this inner work and stuff to do on myself. This person is really awesome and amazing. And obviously I'm doing all this inner work and I'm going down this certain path in a relationship. You're always going to be changing. (laughs) You're always going to be doing inner work. You're always going to be evolving and growing. But I think it's important that us as people start to learn and understand, like we got to start growing with our partners, not Mm. saying, Hey, I'm going to stop and wait for you. But you see your partner is trying to evolve and grow and all that stuff. And you encourage them and their growth because that helps you guys grow together, you know, but there's also the other aspect of if your partner refuses to grow um, at the same pace as you, like maybe it's too scary. Like we all have these tools called communication, (laughs) you know, you'd think you'd think, I mean, as adults, we, you would think it's like, use your words, you know, like, we're not kids like use your words like it's okay (laughs) right you got this right say what you mean mean what you say it's okay (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah so I mean that's kind of my take on it or at least what I've experienced you take it away Jess I'm done talking about myself (laughs) no I mean I think it's a good segue though into you know this whole paradigm of Renner and Chaser which I also think that we're moving away from too Um, And really what it boils down to, like we were saying before, is, you know, you can look at kind of the bad guy as the runner, right? And that always presents some sort of a challenge, which then has you in in some sort of passion and you always want what you can't have. And so that person represents that from the old paradigm. Now, as far as like the runner and chaser for like awakened beings that we, we talk about a bit on this twin flame journey, soulmate journey, um, whichever there for some people that's interchangeable. We have our own definition of that. So it's, I think that's a personal definition, but it, it comes from this whole twin flame, um, paradigm where there's this innate kind of being here that's on the planet that is part of you that vibrates on the same vibrational level as you. And when you meet them, you know, and, and you have a divine purpose together in union that's greater than what your purpose is, I think, um, just just alone, right? So in that journey, there is usually a person that's more awakened, right, that has done the work and is continuing to do the work. And then there's someone who is usually, you know, challenged and who is not really seeing the bigger picture and not awakened to their spiritual gifts or who they really are or their purpose and mm-hmm. who this being is there. They know that there's some sort of magnetism to this person. They know that this person, you know, feels like home and, and they might feel more alive when they're around them. And they have this just attraction this deeper attraction than they've ever experienced. But that for that person scares them. Mm. So they run. And meanwhile, the other person is left with having that connection, having made that connection and holding space for the both of them, which is a lot because you're holding space for not only yourself, but this other person, right? you know, triggering you now because you are harmed or you feel harmed by 
their neglect or their quote unquote rejection from that part of you that is still human and having this human experience. And so we see that a lot. We see where, and oftentimes, right, it is the feminine energy that's more in tune, that is more aware of the connection. And they're usually the ones that are holding this space where the masculine energy, not men per se, but the masculine energy that's been distorted on the planet and hasn't really been able to be in tune with that emotion or intuition, that, and they're used to just a physical expression of love, Mm. that person is freaked out by someone who is penetrating them on a very deep level. So, and and, not sexually (laughs) and not sexually. Right. And and, I'm nasty. I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, it's real though. It's real because that's been acceptable for them. They've been able to be more animalistic or have that prowess about them. And that's been acceptable. They haven't had to necessarily delve deeper and balance out both. Right. You know, so anyway, speaking of that energy, not to cut you off, but like masculine and feminine energy, just so you guys know out there, listeners, if you have, you're just kind of beginning your spiritual journey and you don't understand what we're talking about we all have the duality of masculine and feminine energy within us i have masculine and feminine energy jessica has masculine and feminine energy within her and so do you um it's just kind of a matter of what you pull more of um some sometimes but realistically speaking if we're talking about when you're trying to get to that point of like homeostasis where everything is calm and peaceful and all of that stuff both energies are at balance, you know, yes. um, that, that's kind of like the, the place that you want to be is in, in balance of your masculine and your feminine. And um, like Jessica talked about the mask, or maybe you didn't talk about this. Maybe this was our conversation earlier today, because I swear we always have these deep conversations and I forget, like, are we recording? Are we, are we right. just having a random conversation? But you had said, like, obviously, the masculine is all about doing like doing, I got to do it. I got to get this done. I got to, I got to act. I got to react. I got to do this, you know? And then the feminine energy is more of, you know what? I'm just going to allow, I'm just going to be peaceful. I'm just going to sit here and be one with myself and relax into this because it's more of a knowing that I know that this is going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. Like doing versus being. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and it's interesting because we're, a lot of us are learning, right, on the feminine spectrum, sp- feminine energy spectrum. We're learning how to do, you know, <laughs> like how to act. That's kind of outside of our um, realm as well. And we're balancing because we're, we're givers, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But we don't really know how to receive. And I guess that's interchangeable because I yeah. do see receiving as an action, like because even though it is like the energy of allowing, I don't feel like we allow ourselves to receive. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, so that's, that's the whole thing for me with the, and, and I think you're, you agree with the whole runner and chaser paradigm and like, how do we unplug from that where, you know, is that a part of why we're all awakening so that we can stop rejecting the things that do want to be given to us and, and that are being gifted to us. Like how many times I know you've, had this happen and I've had it happen where we meet that person. It's, it's like earth shattering, right? We connect on a very deep level and that person will even admit awakened or not that, wow, you're everything I ever wanted. And that same person will literally turn around and run all the way away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm over here being shy, like shy, shy, shy. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, no, yes, a hundred percent like that. I've experienced that. Um, and I've even experienced that myself in the sense of, I remember going through like intense heartbreak a few years ago and I had met, like, I had, was like, you know, I even had said, I was like, I can't wait to actually meet somebody who's going to be on my level and give me all these things and all this stuff and like pour into me and whatever. And then the universe was like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Here you go. Gave it to me. And I was like, oh, but wait, mm -mm. I said, I'm healing. No, no, no. You heard me when I said first, I'm healing. So what is this? (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, Um, yeah. So I've been there. So I understand even the whole dynamic of it, which irritates the shit out of me um, to be on the receiving end of when someone runs um, <laughs> because I've been a runner myself very much. So, um, but it's like, yo, like either you're going to step up or you don't. And then if you don't, then you also have to learn in life. Like, yes, obviously the universe will give you another opportunity because the universe is endless. Like, there's endless opportunities to get exactly what it is that you want and desire in this life and to evolve and to grow into the soul and human that you're meant to grow into. Um, you know, but realistically speaking, it's like um, either you're going to you're going to pull the trigger <laughs> or you don't, you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it, it looks like I mean because we talked about this a little bit before the show, because I am very intrigued by what, what that is. I've been a runner too, um, outside of like awareness, you know what I mean? And I feel that, you know, it's just like, what is that? Is it, is it the same thing that has us want that dream job and then we get it and we're like, eh, it's not what I wanted or we're challenged by it. So we kind of sabotage it. It almost seems like, you know, and we talked about how, is that the whole notion of ignorance is bliss? You know what I mean? Like where you, you, you think you know what you want and then you create it and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. I wasn't ready for what came along with that. Mm-hmm. Not even just the repercussions of what actually came along with it, right? And so it's almost like a portal or like, you know what I mean? It opens up yeah. and whatever you brought along with it. But it's also the responsibility of now you know how to do that. And once you know something, it can't be unknown. Now you're held to a higher standard. So it's almost like people run away from the knowledge of knowing that those types of people, those types of connections, that type of spiritual power of being able to tap in and actually create and manifest at will. It's like people are afraid of that. Not so much even the person, but what it represents. Mm. And you know why I think that is? And I, I brought this up last episode and I think it has to do with that subconscious mind sometimes for the most part um and it's a worthiness issue you know and you it's hard I I understand where somebody could even challenge that and say no I feel worthy of all of this what do you mean like I know I'm worthy I know I'm this I know I'm that whatever 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 trust me girl or boy or whoever or man woman whoever um I understand that aspect because I'm the first person to say, I know my worth. I know I'm a queen. I know I'm this, 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 this. I can roll it off with the best of them, you know? Yeah. Self-love like a motherfucker. Okay. Like I stay taking myself on dates because it's like my favorite thing to do on the planet. Um, But realistically, it wasn't 
until like so for the last like maybe like month and a half I've actually been doing these meditations about that that are all like either you do it before you go to sleep or just as soon as you're waking up because either when you're going to sleep or when you're just waking up it's like that's where your subconscious mind is most active um it's because your subconscious mind is awake and alive especially when you're asleep so as you're drifting off to sleep that's when your subconscious mind starts to become active and then when you're going you're waking up in the morning you know obviously it's it's still active as you're coming out of sleep you know mm-hmm. um that's why they say like if you just like jot things down from your dream or just like kind of like meditate as soon as you wake up or just like really like do some um affirmations or something in the morning it's it's really powerful because that's when your subconscious mind is awake so I myself have actually been really working on my own personal worthiness issues internally because I realize, like, yes, <laughs> I know who I am. I know what it is that I want. I know that I'm a motherfucking queen. But realistically, I'm still drawing in this type of energy that is adverse to something that I necessarily want and desire, period, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so... I also have been working on opening myself up to be able to allow um, mm. things to happen in my life as well, because earlier this year, you know, or even last year, like I had met someone and it was a, a process of not like I was just mentioning earlier in this episode as well, of not even being able to receive that. It was like, no, no, no. I said I was healing. I'm not ready. <laughs> um, but you got to work on those subconscious things sometimes you might not even be fully aware of it it may not even be something that you are consciously aware of conscious meaning awake awareness like full awareness like I'm talking to you right now you hear my voice fully aware of that subconscious is kind of like the behind the scenes little man or little woman that's back in there playing a recording of something that maybe you heard about yourself or experienced from childhood um, or like with a sibling or family or something like that, or even in society, it doesn't even necessarily have to be with family, friends, um, things that play out in your life. It could be something that, that you watched or a societal quote unquote standard. Like obviously with both of us being two queer women, like we're like, abnormal in the sense of societal standards um so even with that there are certain things that we I'm sure have had to work on ourselves in terms of worthiness to just be able to say you know what I still even deserve a seat in this room yeah (laughs) you know and I I think that's kind of like the one place right now that we all should work on and start like hey, what kind of things maybe do I have in the back of my mind subconsciously that I'm carrying, that I'm projecting either onto others or onto myself that's drawing in all these things that I actually don't want? Because um, that's where I'm starting. I'm trying to start there, you know? Un- yeah. Unearth some of this shit. <laughs> and I mean, that's real though, because we can sit here, you know, and, and growth is like, I mean, I used to always say what comes after ascension, more ascension. What comes after enlightenment, more enlightenment. Like, you're never going to stop. Like, we're not going to achieve some level of, like, enlightenment and that's it. Like, but the why? universe. Right. <laughs> you know, because, the, because life is infinite. The universe is infinite. And we're just beginning. You know what I mean? Like, we're, if we're waking up, that means we're just being born. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I think that same thing, you know, you have to look at it for me and I, I haven't really talked too personally, I think, but you know, for the relationship that I called forth, I literally feel like, I mean, I was in manifestation mode. Everything for me in 2018 was pretty golden. You know what I mean? For the mm -hmm. most part, like, mm -hmm. um, so I felt like I was very clear. I manifested almost to a T exactly what I asked for, but this person wasn't ready. And mm -hmm. that threw me like I, it triggered me. And I was like, Whoa, like, how is that possible? So talk um, about more of that. Like, I think you should tell people like kind of more of the experience of like when you call something forth and it's not necessarily, um, and it's exactly what you want, but then that person kind of says to you, Hey, I'm not ready. And then maybe talk about the free will aspect of that too, because I think we touched on it a couple of episodes ago, but I think it's good to just reiterate, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't know how deep you want me to get, but yeah, I did. I did. I've been closed. I feel like to a romantic partnership, but I didn't know how deeply closed I was. I think there's levels to stuff. And I think on a mental level, I was open, but emotionally I was not. Hmm. Um, and so I think that that's still opening up to be very honest with you. I can't, I can't say that I'm at times I feel like, yes, but it's unraveling. And I think that this person actually triggered me into knowing even how much more ready I was than I actually knew because you almost have to like practice that. Like, how can I know right until I'm faced with it? Um, and so anyway, I called that person forth. That person believes that they called me forth as well. It was a chance meeting. Our energy was incredible together. Um, that person left out of the country back home and moving back, you know, to the city that I live in, um, in the future. But, at the time, we were both shook by it, um, but she's going through a separation, a divorce, um, and, and some issues that she is actually working on healing. So I give her total respect for that, um, but it was one of those situations where I was like, well, why did you call me for it? Then why did the universe allow us to meet? And that is where you know, free will kind of comes in. Um, where we can meet these, these people, especially when you're on an awakened ascended level. And that's the name of the show, right? Is ascended queen. So you're talking to people that are committed to waking up. It doesn't mean that we're a hundred percent awakened to every aspect of ourselves because we right. are divine unfolding beings, but that's where we're creating. That's the level we create on. Right. So right. I'm not looking for the average person. I'm not looking for somebody that I'm just physically attracted to. I want that person that I can have a divine union with that is mm -hmm. that we support each other's divine purpose on this planet as individuals. And we come together as a whole and amplify that. So this was that type of a person for me. Um, and I think, and I do believe that I'm that type of person for her. However, you know, um, she, she ran, but she kept one foot in um, mm. to energetically. Um, because we're intuitive, right? So I can feel that part of her energy was never left all the way. Um, and so that, that created a uh, kind of discomfort for sure. And it was, my ego was like, cut this person off, cut this person off. Do not go through this. Don't, you know, you do not need this in your life. You are perfectly fine and happy and content just delving into your books and spirituality and, going out when you felt like it and then closing your door and closing the world out. Like, don't do it, you know? But I did it because, like I said, I wanted to delve into that aspect of myself that had been closed. I want everything to be opened up. And so it's still unraveling and it's still, you know, um, 
unfolding, but I am removed to an extent from it. But again, we have, so we have these people and these soul connections and we have free will. So I had a choice to cut her off or I had a choice to go through it for myself Mm. um, and to hold space of healing for her lovingly and to not be in my ego as much as possible. And I go back and forth with that still, but in the end, it's all love. And I want everybody on the, fa- on the planet to experience self-love and self-worthiness. And she is worthy of this love. She is worthy of this gift that has been given to both of us. But she has the free will to choose it or not. And I have the free will to feel complete with it when I've gone through the entire process of it and then to, to leave it as it is. Right. So that's where it is now is I'm, in, I'm being, I'm allowing and I know that's what's for me uh, comes to me and that is it. And it's for, you know, a lesson. Either way, it's for my growth. And I'm not attached any longer to the end result, even though the end result that I see, the potential is phenomenal, phenomenally greater than any potential I've ever seen in another relationship to someone, mm. but not, not greater than relationship I have with myself. Right. I don't know if that answers your. <laughs> that it did. It totally did. I mean, it went as deep as you would allow it to go. So, realistically, <laughs> you're only going to share what you're going to share. Same with me. <laughs> right, right. You want names and the receipts and Carfax reports? You got to hit me up on the low. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she technically is still single, y'all. So, if you want to slide up in a DM and be I'm like, 100% <laughs> I'm single, like 100% single and taking applications. Oh, we're taking yeah. applications. I guess we're me taking too, applications. Chef. I'm open. Mm-hmm. I literally just said me too. I mean, I guess so. So it's a new me too movement. <laughs> Man, isn't that crazy that you have two amazing women who are both like freaking awakened, doing awesome stuff in their lives, and we're both single as shit? What the fuck is up with that? Yeah. And I mean, a little bit about ourselves. I think we we said in the beginning, but I mean, without going too deep, we're very independent women. We're very creative. Um, We have like an entrepreneur energy about us, Mm -hmm. both doing and moving different things. We're both happy within ourselves. We have, she owns a house. Um, We are within our own spaces that we live in on our own. I'm only taking applications of people who have good credit, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so we're, I think we, we both feel like we're catches and we're, we're working on ourselves constantly and we're committed to that. And I think that that's the number one thing that I'm always wanting to attract is you don't have to be perfect, but you have to be willing to look at your imperfections and continue to be committed to working on yourself. Yes. And like, without me, like, I want you to already be, and I don't want, I don't want to be the person that sparks that. I want you to already be aware of that and at least be working on it. Yes. Cause I think I, I, I don't know. I'm sure everybody has read this and it was talks about Will Smith and Jada, Jada Pinkett mm. Smith. Um, and he talks about how, um, when he met her, like he, like she, like it basically is the old adage of, and he talked about this, but it's, it's that, she loved herself and he also loved himself, you know? Um, and basically their relationship together was just basically sharing that love together. Cause it's right. not, it's not a re- what a relationship is, especially in terms of it being romantic, I guess in terms of it being platonic too, as friends is like, 
I love me, you know, I love me so much and I know what I deserve, etc. I just want to share some of that love with you, you know, right. so that I can uplift you and walk it through this journey in life with you. But I'm not trying to love you for you, mm. you know, yeah. and you shouldn't want to love me for me either. Like both people should be optimally loving themselves on their own, you yeah. know? And so um, I also think that that's probably where we have some issues too. I, I, we can, again, throw it all back to <laughs> worthiness issues. I swear I'm all about my subconscious worthiness issues. Um, but realistically, it's like, that's your basis right there is yeah. start there with the loving yourself. Because then once you actually do really love yourself and you're like, you know what? No matter what, no matter what happens in my life, no matter who's in my life, what's going on, I know I'm good. I know that I love me and I'm capable, et cetera, all on my own. Yeah. You and know? and it's okay to step away. You know, I think when you put the most most of the attention on yourself and your self-worthiness, like you're doing in, in you know, myself delving into my own cycles and you know, wh why I'm calling certain things forth in relationship to much deeper wounds that might have happened. Um, to me, it's intriguing. It's, it's like interesting. It's like a science project. But it's okay to remove yourself from relationships altogether. Me currently in having that, you know, really deep connection, I've re I'm removing my energy from it currently and just redirecting my energy and just allowing it to be as it is. And I actually don't want to be in communication with that person and not mm. from an ego point of view. I just want the time that I need as well to heal from the past wounds or triggers that this might've caused and, and really spend time looking at those to get back to the zero point mm -hmm. period. That way, if, if this person is in my life as a friend or an acquaintance or as a lover, I am at zero point and not having any re residual um, right. judgment of myself for allowing this to go on beyond where I normally would have and mm. accepting less than I know I deserved mm -hmm. and, and giving well over what I knew I should um, just because I know I can and I know that I'm strong enough to, right? But that's not, that's not balance like we were talking about. That is right. not balance when you're overgiving. So I'm just going back to being and just allowing and removing any magnets to me. I'm taking the magnets off of me that are attracting that situation um, or any outside situations. Like I'm really just coiling inward and, and that's it. Like just in communication with myself and my guides and my, my own higher self, that's who I'm in communion with. And, and that's all I want to be in, in, at this point as yes. far as that type of a deep connection goes. I agree with you 100%, except for the only magnet I have to myself is a money magnet and a success okay. magnet yes. and a coin magnet, like Zala Zala bills, y'all. <laughs> I'm a Taurus in that aspect where we, I mean, we're not all about money and like the luxurious things in life, but we're definitely, we like to be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I, I am fully with that magnet, like, right. <laughs> And I'm a Pisces, so you know I'm I'm airy fairy. But same thing, you know what I mean. And this person is a Taurus, so womp womp. <laughs> Don't um, put bad names on I'm Taurus, kidding. okay? Because we can go into astrological signs and things Ooh. like that on another episode. But yes, you know, 
<laughs> we will go on forever. And I just want to clarify this too, because I do think that words are powerful. Not to say I'm not still open to uh, that a divine union. This particular connection, I am saying, I am removing communication at this point. I'm so big on affirming what it is you truly want. Mm. So I'm not going to put that out there for however many people hear this. Okay. So are you, so you're saying you're removing communication, but you're not closed off to the idea that in the future, if said individual um, decides, mm. it not decides, but comes at you, not decides, because I actually, we're talking about words being power, because actually, um, words are spells. I was actually reading yes. this thing about talk, talking about, actually, that was in the four agreements. It was about words being a powerful spell. And mm. so that's why you affirm I am this when you say I am whatever you're affirming that to be true within yourself so it's very you should definitely Mm -hmm. be very careful about what you say in terms of I am because that's what you're bringing into your own experience yeah um so I'm just saying like you know if she comes back around (laughs) and is fully opened and aware and steps the motherfucking shit up not just all, like a little bit like I'm talking like all the way up like yo Jess I think you're best I'm down to do this let's do this you're a queen you're mm. my queen I don't want nobody else but you blah 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 here's my open arms let's walk and do this journey of life together would you do it yes or no that's a complicated question <laughs> no it's not here's, well here's what i'm going to say in general i'm open to my divine you my highest vibrational frequency of a divine union on the planet whoever that is okay. if it's that person i trust myself to know it and i trust the universe that they brought him back then then that is what it is i want whoever that person is and it's not specific to that person now that person the door is not completely closed this is turning to a soap opera um <laughs> It the really door is not is. completely closed yet. I can feel, because I know myself, but it is, it's been closing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that person put their foot in the door right before it, it shut, I'm saying it's not closed yet. But once it's closed, um, for me, the way that I've been operating is that it's closed and not, that's not mental. That's spirit. That's my own spirit. That's energetic. Once my, once I don't have that feeling anymore, and once that cord has been cut and emotionally, um, in a romantic way, it's gone. Mm. I, and look, I've willed it back before and wanted it to come back in certain situations where people have come back and it just was never the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it is, it is. And no, it's not. If that person came all the way with it and, you know, it, there's, tr- there's some trust that's been broken. There's some trust yes. that's been broken. Um, so I don't know what I would say. I, I believe it's still slightly, it's still open, but it's not, you know, it, there would have to be, an act of God, I think, for me to fully trust that person. <laughs> well, you know, God loves some miracles. God, God in the loves universe some miracles. loves some miracles. Mm. Um, but technically, y'all, not to close, like, Jessica is still single and ready to meet. I am. So, <laughs> she said she's taking applications. So, if you ready to, if you think you got what it takes to be on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> for the love of Jessica. <laughs> I love how I'm, I'm throwing it all on you because I don't want to talk about myself. So right. it's okay because we're almost out of time. So it's okay. We ain't got to oh, talk about me. No, she's open too. And we don't give out roses. We will give out lotus flowers. Oh. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, I am the lotus flower. Let's Hello. be real. But we got to, you know, instead of the roses, like on the bachelor, we got to give out a, a different flower that's more meaningful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Has that staying power. She's taking applications, in other words. Who is? Um, you, Jeff, and you. she's oh. super avail. Um, and here. also, I, she's and here. And, and I wanted to give you, I wanted you to give them your blog that you mentioned earlier so that people can go and read it. It's my name. It's just JermaineNichols.com and all that information is there. And sorry, you guys, not even, I'm sorry, not sorry. I literally have written one blog post this entire year. I had planned to do a whole lot of stuff with my blog, videos, more spoken stuff, even interviewing people and whatnot. And, you know, this year punched me in the, in the gut. And I said, psych, I'm not doing that. I had to do a lot of work internally and sit the hell down I almost turned into you like mm. normally not no shade you know <laughs> she said she I'm said scared. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Jessica love you girl but she hermits sometimes and she like goes into her shell and has to be quiet and I think this year is the one year that I finally understood why because I had to do that myself in order to kind of get my own mind right and so that's what I've been doing is kind of being in my own shell and yes my blog is JermaineNichols.com. I will say stay tuned for some point in 2020 um, because I actually do want to like pick all this stuff back up um, and do videos and stuff like that. But we're going to have a lot of that stuff on Ascended Queen as well. And you guys, obviously, if you're just listening to this somewhere random, follow us on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Ascended Queens at Ascended Queens on Instagram. Um my Instagram handle is Jermaine Nichols, Jermaine with a G. So if you get to Ascended Queens and you know how to spell that, you'll probably see both of our Instagram tags on there. Follow all of them. You know what I'm yes. saying? Because there's things that we do with Ascended Queens and things we do individually on our own. Jessica has been talking a lot of about her own, just giving jewel drops every single week, which I think is freaking amazing. Um, and people need to hear it and people need to hear this and people need to hear all this content because it's getting wild in these streets and it's getting real. <laughs> oh, <crrr. laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know if this is necessarily a wrap on relationships. Maybe we will segue into it a little more, pick it up. I think we might change the topic, you know, maybe we'll switch to something else for next episode. Yeah. Let's see how it flows. Yeah. And then who knows? We'll probably end up picking back up relationship shit at some point because I'm sure at some point Jessica's going to be like, oh my God. And I'm so in love. And I'm going to be like, yeah, girl. You're going to be like, yeah, girl. Me too. Oh, Emmy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bunch of fools. Well, thank you for listening to Ascended Queens. Thank you for yes. tuning in. We ask that you have just a blessed week. Continue those self-inquiries and locate those wounds and, and mm -hmm. look at them, deal with them, release them, heal them, and let them go. Yes. Meditate for like at least five minutes if yes. you can, yes. you know, and call your mom. Yes. If, oh, you have a your auntie if you have a good relationship with your mom. Why my auntie Jean? <laughs> I can talk to her every day. <laughs> Why are you trying to put me on blast? <laughs> I talk to my mom and my aunt every day. <laughs> we are mama's girls. I really am. It's it's quite bad. I love it. <laughs> All, All right. right. This is a wrap. See y'all later. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.